What's up, guys? It's your boy, Clint, and this week's episode is all about work-life balance. Is that even fucking possible? I'm going to get right into it. This is the Tile Free Podcast. Obviously, today's episode is about work-life balance. I want to start this by saying... I am possibly the worst person to give any advice on this subject because I am an utter work a freaking holic. I have been since I was young. In fact, I'm going to share a story with you guys. Uh, when I was 18, I wanted to move out of the house. This was so important to me. It was the most important thing in my life at all. When I hit 18, I want to move out. So obviously, I worked a lot and I decided to pick up three jobs, work all three jobs for a period of like two months and then I was going to have the amount of money that I needed for first last and deposit on my new apartment which was almost like five grand so I was going to bust my ass on three different jobs until I made this money it took I think one week out of the two months that it took I clocked 104 hours in a week if you don't, people throw these terms around. They're like, oh, I work 60 hour work weeks. Oh, I work fucking 80 hours. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, if you have ever in your life worked anywhere between 80 and 100 hours, you would know how absolutely and utter impossible it is to carry that for a long period of time. It is so crazy how exhausted you get as a human being working that much. So in that 104 work week, I'll give you an example of my day. I would work at a deli slicing meat from about 9 or 10 o'clock until past lunch, so like 12.31. I worked at a restaurant from about 3 o'clock until after, long after dinner hour, which was about 10 o'clock. And then I worked at security from about midnight until about 5 o'clock in the morning. So those three jobs, luckily I lived in a small town and everything was kind of close to, to each other. A lot of people in Toronto are like, how the fuck are you used to three different places in, in a period of half an hour between each one? But in Monterey, it was very possible. So I worked at Companios Deli for Bennett. Those in Monterey know exactly where that is. Chevy's Mexican Food Restaurant in Carmel. And I worked as a security guard in Pebble Beach overnight. So at this deli, I'd show up and I'd slice meat all day. Well, what would happen is in these three jobs, I was finding it very difficult to not have one job bleed into the next. What I mean by that is pure exhaustion. So the deli I was always late to because that was my that period of time that I slept for like three hours. So I was always freaking late to the deli and Ben would always come up to me and be like, Clint, you got it. What the fuck, man? You got to show up on time. You're killing yourself. You're spreading yourself too thin. You're doing too much. Blah, 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 blah. All the things that adults say to kids and kids don't listen to. That's exactly what was going on. So I'm like, sorry, sorry, I'll, I'll be on time next, tomorrow. I promise, I promise, I promise. Always running into Delhi late. The shift at, as the waiter, I never had my uniform straight. I was like missing my name tag. My shirt was wrinkled. The Chevy's restaurant was built on the platform that the fajitas coming out of the kitchen were like the focal point of the whole restaurant. The restaurant was literally built focused on these fajitas coming in and out of the restaurant. And I, trying to be a fucking hero and a meathead like I am, would always grab the tray with like five fajitas on it and I'm running out to go serve these and I start to slip once right as I'm coming out of the kitchen. So the entire dining room is sitting there and I'm hobbling. And you know like that moment that you see someone looks like their ankles are broken and they're trying to salvage something for two, three seconds? That was me. 
I dumped the tray right in front of the entire dining room. The entire dining room stopped in the middle of dinner hour and looked at me. I bolted back into the kitchen so fucking fast it was unbelievable. The manager comes in the kitchen and tells me, Clint, get back out there. You need to help clean that up. So I go back out there. I clean it up. The point is, is I forgot my non-slip shoes. That's what caused this. Then I'd go to my job as a security and it's overnight. So now I'm like dozing and falling asleep. I'm supposed to be a good security guard. Each job was robbing from the next. I was never able to focus all of my attention on each job. I got through it, made the money I needed to selfishly, and got to the other side of it. I look at life as three kind of aspects still to this day. And again, as I said at the beginning, I am the furthest from an expert on a work-life balance. But I'll tell you, I look at it in three different, in three different sections, I would say. Okay, so guys, this is very important. What I'm about to tell you in the podcast are three very important things. One is your business, your work. Two. This is how you pay and this is how you contribute value-wise to your home and your family. Three. And if your home life is good and your family life is good, that contributes to you feeling free enough to do something for yourself emotionally and personally. Working out, jumping on a surfboard, playing golf, cruising around on a motorcycle. Things that don't have to do with anything else, anybody else, and you can be selfish in that moment and pay attention to yourself. If you can cycle through those three things, it seems like everything works perfectly. But if you have, if you figured that out, please, God, help me. Tell me what the fuck you're doing because I haven't got it figured out. I need help in this subject, and I, gotta, I, I feel this is a rare moment in the podcast history, because I feel like in most cases, I'm trying to bring value to you guys, but I'm leaning on you guys this time. Help me out. Tell me what you're doing in your daily life to help with your work-life balance. Tell me if it's possible. If you've achieved this holy grail of contractor life, I would love to know all about it. All right, guys, as always, thank you for the love. I get a lot of messages. We're going to do a mailbag section really soon, I promise. I got a ton of questions to answer off of Instagram. Uh, Thanks for following. Thanks for liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. Now, get the fuck back to work. I like everything about you.